and say, I'll jump in here and hit the run, hit the ground rolling. No more wasting time. We're going to get right to it tonight. It's debate time. Debate time tonight. What do you think? 210-599-5555. Do you give a rat's patoot? Do you? You do. Elaine says she does. Jimmy, who you got? Have you have you bet on anybody yet? I know you got a bet, so have you have you bet? Uh, winner uh, Ramaswamy tonight. Ramaswamy. It's gonna be Vivek. It's gonna be Vivek as the winner tonight. You got Ron DeSantis. You got Vivek Ramaswamy. Tim Scott, Doug Burgum. <laughs> just like they're pulling people <laughs> off the street. Hey, you you over there. Yeah, you just walking down the road. You want to be in a debate tonight, man? What's your name, Tim Burgum? Uh, Doug Burgum. Doug? Okay, Doug, you you come with us. We'll put you in the debate over here. Is it Vivek or Vivek? I heard Vivek. his name two Vivek. different Vivek. ways. Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek. Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay, so other people are calling him Vivek. Oh. I don't like that. That's people smoking crack. Okay, Hunter calls him. I think him and Chris Christie are going to be the most vocal. And who? Chris Christie. Oh, Chris well, Christie. He's so he's loud. He's going to be scrappy. Hey, fat yeah. boy. Hey, fat. You know, I called him the taster of the uh, of the incoming administration yesterday. <laughs> he's overqualified for that. Stuff. And I heard you say that on Sean's <laughs> show. True. Yeah. It was great to hear from Bill Taylor though, because when I called him the taster, Bill Taylor sent me a text. He said that was great. That's a, that is a kitchen cabinet position. <laughs> I don't think we have the budget for that. No, we don't. No. Uh, let's see here. Mike Pence. He used to be your favorite. He used to be my favorite, but nah, what happened now? Nah, he's he's going to get blown off the stage. He was a good vice president. And that's it. Yeah. No, he's not presidential material. To be a vice president, you're supposed to be loyal. You know, yeah. you're supposed yeah, to kiss true. the right butt at the right time. And say the right things at the right time when they put the script in front of you. And no mas. That's it. That's as far as it goes. And that's what he did. But he's exciting as watching grass grow. I'm telling you. He's exciting as watching paint dry. He's exciting as taking, you know, Mike Pence is just not exciting. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Anybody got Nikki? Nikki, 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 Anybody like Nikki? Nikki, 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 Nikki Haley. Anybody like her? Anybody going to keep her? We're going to keep her She was the first one to announce. Right? She yeah, was. She was. She was the very first one. No. Way too early. She, she's got to have it, man. She's got to have it. Way too early, yeah. and no. All right. Uh, Asa Hutchinson's uh, out yeah. of uh, out of Arkansas. Yeah. Raise your back. Yeah. No. no. What's have you been is. on the stage for? Are you kidding me? M- uh, money raising. Well, That's all. He's a total rhino. He's a total and complete 100% rhino. The dude ain't going nowhere. So there's two guys in this debate that are really going to mean anything, and that's DeSantis and Ramaswamy. Those are the only yeah. two. That's it. That's, that's why they have him in the center. Huh? Yeah. They have you, him in the center yeah. of the stage. You saw the staging, yeah. right, Elaine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Because what they do is the guys on the outside, the next one they lop them off, they're gone, right? <laughs> it, it's like Dr. Evil with his button in his chair, and he pushes <laughs> the button, <laughs> and they disappear in the shark tank. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Doug Burgum, he's gone. Push, push the next button. Asa <laughs> Hutchinson, he's gone. That kind of thing. Let's see here. Larry Elder, he didn't qualify. He's suing the RNC, by the way, for. Oh my lord. Yeah, for. Well, not did he sign him. the pledge? No. Okay, then you can't qualify. No, you can't qualify. That's why Trump's not there. So sign yeah. the pledge and then sue. Well, I, wait a minute. He might have signed it. I may have got that wrong. Uh, Will Hurd didn't sign it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and Will Hurd's not even serious about no. this. Will, Will's a total waste of time. He's a rhino. He's an insider. He's a, uh, a member of the sewer. 
Uh, he's a total, total insider. He's a total America last guy. Mm -hmm. Will Hurd is not about putting America first. Will Hurd is a guy, you know what he is? He's the Beto guy. You know, he's yeah. just there to, to raise some money. So Will Hurd lost the student council presidency in yeah, high school? Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's taking it out on the yeah, rest of us by running? Yeah, he's still got it on his shoulder. he got a chip on his yeah, shoulder. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mayor uh, Francis Suarez from Miami. Ole, come on, stop. These guys didn't meet the requirements. They didn't make. A, no, they didn't. They no. didn't make enough. And money. he's he's running just in case DeSantis wins, so that he can run for governor. There's no reason for him to yeah. be running for president. Yeah, that's right. His eyes are on the Florida prize or senator, Florida senator. But a state. Oh, he has yeah. his stuff is with the state. I guarantee. No, you. no, you're right. You're right. It's either going to be for governor or senator because that that's another chair that's going to come up. And then Perry Johnson, businessman Perry Johnson, and he said that the uh, debate process has been corrupted. I agree with him on that. I mean, it, it has been corrupted. Well, ask the Democrats. <coughs> yeah. Oh, wait, they don't have a debate. They're not going to have any debating. They're not going to talk to anybody. I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the debate that matters, the, the debate I want to see is Trump and Biden. And that, you're not going to see that either. Biden no. is not going to do e Even no. if Biden is the nominee, and I'm not 100% on that, even if he is the nominee, He's not going to debate Donald Trump. He's not going to debate anybody. He's, He's not going to debate anybody. Well, no, let's yeah. say it's not Biden. Who would it be? Who? It doesn't matter. Oh, who, would, they who, can't, would it, who would it be? Yeah. Uh, well, Kamala. Fine. Uh, can't Michelle, debate Trump. Can't debate Newsom, Trump. Newsom. You can't know, debate Michelle Trump. All of it. Huh? Michelle? Yeah, Michelle can't debate him. She either. can't debate Trump. But, no, Trump but, trumps everybody as far as right. a debate goes on the right. Democratic side. But they would do it with Michelle because they, if, if, if she's in there debating Donald Trump, and he kicks her ass, then that's a white guy kicking the ass of a black woman who is one of the most respected. I don't respect her. I have, no, I have zero respect for her. But, you know, one of the most respected women in America. She's so wonderful. She was so great. Her husband was so wonderful. You know, that whole thing. I don't know. You but know there's cares? nobody who can debate Trump. Huh? Nobody on the Democratic side can debate Trump based no. on results no. and policy. No, but, he, but uh, you know, this guy. Okay, so I sent you some sound a little while ago that I sent late to you so you didn't get but it's Joe Biden in, in Maui, and I missed it a couple of days ago. In fact, it just came out last night. Joe Biden went to one of these, uh, you know, it's kind of like a dinner, a lunch thing at the, while he was in Maui. Remember all that stupid stuff he did about Maui? And, uh, you know, my house burned down, and my house was terrible, and my wife, she got, you know, 18-degree burns, and all you know, all that crap he likes to make up. right? And I, and I was out busy driving my 18-wheeler and whipping corn puff, you know, that kind of crap that he does. Well, they he goes to this thing where victims are speaking and it looks like a luncheon thing because they're sitting at tables like tables in a row he's sleeping he is snoring his head off no while, way oh totally oh, oh, to, oh totally 100 percent while everybody's up there going and i lost my house and i lost my this and i lost my kids and i lost this and i lost that and i lost my loved ones and i lost this and he's going And he wakes up for a second. He goes, He just woke up. He just woke up. Yeah. Is this it? Do you have well, it? I'm just, if you want to hear the guy who's talking. Yeah, about why not? Yeah, go ahead and play that because this is him. We can describe what's going on. And, and it's Joe Biden sleeping while this guy is talking. All right, let me get it. Hold okay. on. Right, boom. I promise you he's not cussing. So I listen No, to there's him. no cussing. And no. There's the flight <laughs> itself is like seven hours, isn't it? Yes, oh, whatever around there. Yeah, huh? Whatever it is. Trey see. hasn't been there yet. He's going <laughs> soon. I'm going, yeah. We are a community that relies on family, on ohana, 
whether by blood He's or by friendship. Joe's sleeping. But like many others, my son's home burned down. My daughter's home burned down. Joe's sleeping. My home burned down. Joe's sleeping. My parents of 59 years home never burned down and Joe's sleeping. And so the deal is, and here's what makes this super egregious. First of all, he doesn't give a rat's ass about anybody other than himself. And you remember when the Gold Star families, that he got their children murdered in Afghanistan. When they came back, those bodies, those flag-draped coffins came back. The first thing he said to them at Dover, and that's, by the way, to me, hollowed ground. I've been to Dover. I've, I've walked in that room where they do the preparation of the bodies. It's an amazing thing that they do up there. And Joe walked up to those families and said, you know, my son died in live fire in Iraq as well. My son, Bo, he was in war, and he was getting shot at, and he died in live fire. He did not die in live fire. That is an absolute lie. And then when the bodies were being taken out in the, uh, in, in the coffins, Joe kept looking at his watch. There's pictures all over the Internet if you'd like to see it. There's video all over the Internet. He's looking at his watch. Oh, my God, how much longer do I need to be here? This is such an inconvenience to me. And so he goes to Hawaii where people have lost everything, 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 including children burned to a crisp, and he is sleeping. There's no excuse for that. I understand. It's a six-hour flight. I get it. Totally get it. He has on that airplane. I heard Peter Ducey, uh, not not Peter. Uh, well, Peter and, and Steve Ducey talking about this yesterday about how he his schedule was off because he was still on East Coast time, and you know Hawaii is way over there, and it's five it's five hours behind San Antonio, and all. I heard all that discussion that they were having. Bull crap. They have the finest sleeping quarters on That's that airplane for him. He should have taken a nap. That's exactly right. They can put him into hiber, you know, uh, you know, hibernation uh, while he's flying between. He was going from Lake Tahoe down to Hawaii and back. We pay a lot of money for that jet. He could he could have napped, and he probably did nap all the way down there, and he probably did nap all the way back, and all he does is nap. No, I give this guy absolutely zero breaks, man. He gets none. None. He deserves none. He is the most selfish individual to ever serve in that position. Period. Full stop. And I've been following a man for 50 years that he's been in this business, that he has been taking advantage of the American people, and we've never seen ever a more selfish politician than Joe Biden. Full stop. That's why when these people are talking about the bribery stuff, I believe it. That's when these people are talking about he's flying all over the country making deals with his son and his son's making deals and he's making money and LLCs. I believe it. This man has sold this country out. He sold his soul to the devil to get to where he is, and he totally is about himself and his family and not this country. And let's hope they remember that, the Democrats, yeah. in November. Well, the, I don't know the Democrats will remember it because, you know, the Democrats – they're just all about electing a Democrat. They don't care. They're, they're, all their thing is got to have a D behind the name. They will not cross party lines. Democrats will not cross into independence. Democrats will not think outside of Democrats. It's got to have a D for them to vote for them. How do they get out of a Democrat, whoever they pull for their nominee, not debating the Republican nominee? How do they get away from that? What, what do you mean? How do they not, How have, do they not have a debate between the two parties? Oh, they're just going to say we're not going to debate. Well, here's and what the, the American public's going to say. Here's oh, what, that's cool. Here's what they're going to say, and I'm going to tell you right now. This is how they're going to play it. 
They're going to say Trump didn't debate during the primary. We uh, this guy doesn't need to debate Trump. So we're just going to exactly what they're. So gonna we're say. just going to establish that we're not going to have the two candidates debate for the first time I'm in our you, electoral history. Trump Trump will be ready to debate. Well, remember this happened with, with Lincoln Trump. Douglas. This happened with Lincoln Douglas, right? Yep. They Mr. Douglas didn't want to vote, didn't want to debate at all, yep. and Lincoln said, "Oh, we're going to debate. I'm going to follow you from state to state until you sit down with me and." we talk about the future of Illinois. That's exactly what we need. And so, I think Trump is still going to jump in there. He's just going to wait for the herd to thin out. I think that's that, true. The, the, the I think that's the right. Stage, he's just, yeah, but that's... Not, I, I think you're that's, right. That's he, with the Republicans. I'm saying right. when we have two candidates right. that we're voting for, right. the American public's going to go, oh, we don't have debates anymore. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much the Democrats will. The Democrats are going to be okay with it. They are going to, I'm telling you, the Democrats are going to go, well, we don't care. It doesn't matter. Why? Why? Sh we know what each one of them stands for. We know who they are. They were both president. We don't need to hear any more about it. Let's just have the election today. In fact, you'll be hearing a lot of that from uh, from Mika and her, and her, her little client. boy that she has on a leash and leads him around all the time. Is it a leash or is does he have a, like a nose chain that she leads him around with? Is his name Joe? Joe. His yeah. name's Joe. Yeah, Mika yeah. leads him around by the nose all the time. Yeah, a lot of useless Joes. Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of useless Joes, that's for sure. All right, 210-599-5555. I guess we'll just ask the question this morning. Are you going to watch tonight? Do you care? And uh, I think I wrote down a couple of questions. What are you looking for tonight? What are you looking for out of these folks? 210-599-5555. Elaine is sitting right by the phone waiting for your call. What are you looking for tonight? What do you want to hear? What are you looking for to hear? Blah, 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 blah. Okay? 210-599-5555. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware for Diamond Deck Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're off and running. 210-599-5555. Uh, little debate action tonight with the Republican candidates, or some of them anyway. The only one that really matters is not even going to be there in person. I mean, you know, they'll have pictures of him, and he'll be the top, the topic of discussion, of course. John, you're on KTSA. What do you think, sir? Well, making sausage is not fun. But uh, that's the way we do it in this country. But I would like to see some sort of a elimination process like uh, they have the finals in sports. And then for the actual primary election, there would only be two candidates uh, that had gone through a boiling down process. Okay. Thanks, John. Appreciate it very much. 210-599-5555. Hey, Cindy. Good morning, Trey. I Are you there? for the future of the United States and not about Trump's problems. Uh, Cindy, can you go back and say it again? We, your uh, cell phone went out for just a second. Can you repeat what you said, please? I, I would like to hear them talk about what they want to do for the future of the United States, not about Trump's problems. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. That's the thing. Cindy, thank you so much. Uh, that's the thing. Um, what are you looking for tonight? 210-599-5555, a, a vision? You know, what is your vision? What is your plan? I mentioned yesterday on Warren Rima that Vivek Ramaswamy had put out a 10-point plan that I really liked it. I thought it was sharp. Uh, and what what are you going to do? I, I, look, I, if I'm Brett Barron, Martha McCallum, I'm going to go, Trump's obviously not here. 
Uh, he's the big, uh, you know, the big dog in the room. Uh, we're just we're going to move on. Since he decided not to be here, we're going to talk about you guys and what do you guys want to do with this country? All right, uh, we've got problems with this. We got problems with that. I want to hear your vision for how to fix it. I, this whole thing, I know there's a lot of guys who are going to be up there. This whole thing could be done in less than an hour because I keep their answers to them. You got one minute. I, I want to hear in one minute what you're going to do. I don't want you droning on and all that. Let's find out what you're going to do if you're the person that gets elected. They're going to have many more of these and other opportunities for these folks to sound off. And so I don't want it to drag on. I want it to go real quick. I'd love to see 45, 50 minutes, and then, bam, we're done for the night. Have a good night. Let everybody see it. See it next time. We're going to do this. Whatever. Uh, but you know that's not how it's going to play out. They're going to do all this Trump stuff. They're going to be talking about him. They're going to be talking about his indictments. They're going to be talking about what he's facing, blah de blah de ad infinitum. And he chose not to be there, and he doesn't need to be there right now. The dude is 45 points ahead of everybody else there. He doesn't need, need to be there. It doesn't make any sense. Whether you're a Trump supporter or not is irrelevant. It doesn't make any sense for him to be there. Now, as Elaine's been saying, and I agree, as they winnow it down and you got just a few up there, then, yeah, it would make sense for him to get in there with whoever's. But Trump debating Perry Johnson or whoever this is, let me look and see, Doug, Doug Burgum, for what? For what? And Trump has that capability of the when I tell you pop, pop, pop. Right. Trump does that. Right. Vivek has that same <laughs> Right. Capability. Right. He's the pop, pop, pop. He's as I said about Mike Pence, who was a great vice president, but he's as exciting yeah, as. Yeah, he's uh, going to drone on all night. Yeah. And Chris Christie's just going to be argumentative. Well, Chris is just going to bank, bank Trump. I mean, every everything that they bring up, he's going to go right back to Donald Vivek's Trump. Gonna, I think Vivek's going to do it tonight. He's going to be. Um, the, DeSantis, the DeSantis, I think, is going to largely ignore Trump a lot, too. I think yeah. he will. I think he's got a plan, uh, and I think he's going to talk want to talk about his plan. So. But why would Trump even want to be around Chris Christie? I wouldn't want to be around that guy, you know, except, like I said yesterday, he can be my taster. And <laughs> he's got some experience, <laughs> obviously. All right, we continue with this. Border Patrol. Do you remember a few weeks ago when I had this alleged Border Patrol agent call up and challenge me on what was going on at the border? Well, I've found, since found out that that was alleged, dude. But second of all, the Border Patrol admits that I was right. Tell you about that coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Del Wamsley and the Wealth Cycle. This is the Wealth 36, do you remember a few weeks ago, I was talking about the border, and I had this story. I was talking about Todd, uh, Todd Bersman had, had written a story, and I had had many people call me from down around the border to tell me that this was absolutely true. And I, and I went on the air with it, and what it was, it was the the DPS has put up, you know, the razor wire and the, and the tumbler things in the water and all that kind of stuff, right? And you know, I was, we were talking about, it. I'm in favor of it because it's working, and that's why Mexico wants to pull it down. That's why Joe Biden wants to pull it down. I'm sure, you know, in my mind, in my opinion, Joe's getting his 10% cut somewhere with the open border, you know, somehow, uh, money in the LLCs and all that kind of stuff. So I, you know, I'm looking at this going, yeah, uh-huh, they want it down because it's being effective. And I had gotten the word that Border Patrol, U.S. Border Patrol, who I hear from a lot of Border Patrol, a lot of you guys in Border Patrol are my friends, who I talk to you all the time. U.S. Border Patrol had been told by Mayorkas, who is one of the most un-American commies to ever serve in that position, that they had been ordered to allow the migrants to come in, the illegal immigrants to come in. And they were telling them, a key, a key, a key, over here, over here, over here. 
when they would come up to the razor wire or they would come up to the floating barrier out in the water that the Border Patrol was giving them safe passage and they were putting them on buses and they were bringing them to San Antonio and putting them on airplanes in San Antonio and flying them all over the country. Well, I had this guy call up who was uh, who said he was Border Patrol, right? And he said, I'm so disgusted and I'm so disheartened and all, whatever he said about, that, that you would say this about us. And I said, I don't care how you, what your emotions are. I'm telling you what I've been told, I'm telling you what Todd Bermsman, that he has done years, decades of reporting on the border and what's been going on. He's an investigative journalist that's down there. We had him on. Elaine got him, and we put him on the radio, and he said, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I've watched it with my own eyes. I see it with my own eyes, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, the guy was a plant. He was a total left-wing set-up plant, you know, trying to call me out on something. And, by the way, that doesn't work. We've smoked those people out a long time. And you're not going to get to me anyway. You know, these people that get, get to me with the text and all that, you're not going to get to me. Uh, but, anyway, so now the U.S. Border Patrol is admitting The U.S. Border Patrol is admitting that it is responsible for the decision to open the giant floodgates in Arizona, allowing tons of illegal aliens just to flow into the country. Now, at first, the U.S. Border Patrol said, no, you need to talk to this this organization. No, you need to talk to that organization. No, no. No, no, you didn't talk to these people. You didn't talk to that one. They said back and forth. Department of Homeland Security. You talk to that. No, no, no. So U.S. Border Patrol under the orders, and I'm telling you, these guys are doing this under duress because they're going to get canned. They, you know, they'll get fired. Uh, my orcas will bring them up on charges. You know how this group works. You know they'll bury them in J6 stuff and yeah, whatever. And so um, the Border Patrol now admits, yeah, we welded. The gates in Arizona open, not welded them shut. We welded them open so nobody could come along and shut them closed. U.S. Border Patrol, under the orders of the Biden administration. Now, look, these orders come directly from Barack Obama. Barack Obama's the president of the country. Just deal with it, folks. Deal with it. Barack Obama is the president. Him, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, they are running the country. And they have ordered these gates to be opened and welded open. And these poor Border Patrol agents, look, all they can do is do do what they're told. Now, there comes a time when you have to also stand up against an unlawful order, right, at some point, or quit. But they welded those gates open, and now they admit it. Customs and Border Patrol released their latest operational figures showing the border sector at Tucson, which includes the area with the open floodgates that they welded open, has become the busiest place in the country. 42,561 coming across in one month. Why is it the busiest in the country? Well, you get more of what you reward. So the cartels are now taking people directly to the welded open floodgates in in Tucson and allowing people to come on through there. Border Patrol agents acting on superiors' orders welded 114 gates open to stop anyone from closing them. Not one gate, not two, not three, not four. 114 gates have been welded open by the Border Patrol. 
I don't expect Mr. Lefty, who called himself a Border Patrol agent, to call me and apologize. I don't. I don't expect that to happen because the left and the Democrats, they don't know how to apologize. They know how to lie. They know how to slander. They know how to cheat elections. They know how to do all of those things, but they don't know how to apologize when they're wrong. They never do, ever. About 1,400 migrants a day from as far away as China. Now, that's another issue. How many times have you heard me talk about young men of military age from China streaming into this country. Do you think that's a little bit of a problem? Do you think that that's something we should be paying close attention to? Do you think that's something we should be stopping? Of course it is. China is burying people all throughout, embedding people all throughout our country so that when they decide that they want to make a move on the United States, they just raise the high sign. That's all. You got people coming from Egypt. You got people coming from Central and South American companies just walking through those welded open gates, welded open by our Border Patrol under orders from Mayorkas and Barack Hussein Obama. And their excuse is that they are doing it to let the endangered antelope species get through the gates right. during their monsoon season. That's right that they want to let the endangered species get through. Well, the endangered species happens to be you <laughs> and me and our kids and our grandchildren and everybody else here in this country. So uh, to hell with the endangered species. I don't care about the endangered species. I want a border for this country. That's what I want. Without a, without a protected border, without a sealed-up border, you do not have a country. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have a country. All right. That's what these people have done. This is what they have brought to us here in this country. We're loaded up with people that have brought COVID back to us. COVID, we had gotten rid of it. Now COVID is coming back in, into this country. And tuberculosis and crime. We got illegal alien over in Houston who raped and killed an 11-year-old, made it over to Louisiana and got caught and brought back and is going to face justice here. How many others have not been caught after raping and murdering children in our country? And it's all because this guy, meaning Barack Hussein Obama, wants to fundamentally transform the United States of America. At the same time, the Biden administration has taken action restricting oil and gas development. This is down in the Texas Gulf Coast. They now are restricting even more pumping of oil and gas from the Gulf of Mexico as of yesterday. And again, they say, because we have to protect the whales, bullcrap. They're not doing any of this to protect the species. They don't care about the species. They have an agenda. Any of these species is their own particular uh, excuse to advance their agenda. That's it. They use it to advance their agenda. Look, the stupid sonar Whenever they install these uh, windmills out in the water, the sonar is causing whales to beach themselves. And guess what? They haven't done one thing to stop that, prevent that, protect these whales. Or they don't care about the whales. We're pumping way too much oil. We've got to stop the oil pump. The decision by the Biden administration under the leadership of Barack Hussein Obama doing an end around the legal requirements in the public process. None of this went to the public. None of this went to Congress, which is where it's supposed to be. And in our form of government, our republic, Congress is supposed to run all this stuff because they're closer to you. So now, ladies and gentlemen, because they did this yesterday, get ready. Higher costs at the pump, 
weaker national security. And again, it's the president in his third term, Barack Hussein Obama, destroying oil and gas like he said he would. He told us he was going to destroy the energy industry in America, and he's doing it. Using, of course, Joe Biden's face as Joe is sleeping, but using Joe Biden's face, Obama is destroying the oil and gas industry in America. Stand up, America. It's time to take it back. You got to stand up. You got to let your anger out. 2024, November of 2024, you got to show up, and everybody that you know has to show up. Or we're done. We're toast. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe maker hotline. 15. I remember the 80s. <laughs> I remember powdered wigs and pianos. Yeah. That was my uh, on-air name on KISS. No. You were Amadeus? Amadeus. I was doing the late nights and I was Amadeus on KISS. Hey, let me just tell you something, man. Mozart makes you smarter. Mm-hmm. That was my first big four. Yeah, uh, Beethoven, Tchaikovsky, uh-huh. Mozart, Mozart, and Chopin. Chopin. Those are my mom's fa- four favorites, and those were the first four that I heard. Yeah, well, Mozart is the dude, man. He was the guy, and uh, Beethoven's pretty good, although he couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> kind of like Pete Townsend. You know Made which one you want to party with? Who? Wolfgang. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, oh, of course. Amadeus. He was yeah. the he was the partier man. That's for sure. <laughs> that movie was so good. So let's let's just do this for a second. We need, we need some uh, we need some, uh, some some pledgers. So let me give the pledge number real quick, and uh, it's two ten six five four fifty one fifty five. Now, Jimmy, let's go ahead and play a little bit of cut number one here. Uh, Oliver Anthony, you know, he's been on top of the world ever since putting out "Rich Man North of Richmond." And everybody's been talking about it. Everybody loves the song. And everybody's loving this one, too. He released this one yesterday, so here's just a second or two of it. Brand new. Want for my whole dogs and the good Lord. They'd have me strung up in the psych ward. Because every day living in this new world is one too many days to me. Son, we're on the brink. Of the next world war And I don't think Nobody's praying no more And I ain't Saying I know it's for sure I'm just down on my knees Begging Lord Take me home I want to go home I don't know which road to go It's been so long just know I didn't used to wake up feeling this way Cussing myself every damn day There's always some kind of bill to pay People just doing what the rich man say I want to go home Okay, so that's the new one. He put it out last night, and it's reverberating across the Internet. Anybody got any comments? What do you think, Elaine? What do you think, Jimmy? What do you think, Christian? What does everybody think? Well, I've seen uh, some reaction videos from different races, different ages, to his first song, North okay. Man. And a lot of people are blowing up, like I said, different races, different ages, mm-hmm. loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, you know, he's. it's not just him. 
He has a team behind him. I pulled my uh, my uh, insider stuff from Nashville. <laughs> this is very uh, scheduled, uh-huh. uh, calculated, uh-huh. but it doesn't diminish what he's saying. Right. And just everyone from black rappers to old white people in between I love it. are digging what his message is right. and getting past that, okay, it's the music business, nothing happens just like politics. Huh? There's no, what's the, what do you say? There's no uh, happenstance in politics. Uh-huh. Yeah, that same thing in the music business. Right. No, it doesn't happen by chance. Yes. All right, Christian, what do you think? I don't think there are enough songs these days that have that kind of message. I think we need more of them. Uh-huh, yeah. That's what I think. Okay. Elaine? He's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> He's making $40,000 a day on Spotify. That's right. He's making, which is hard to do because Spotify doesn't pay out a lot of money. That means he's getting that many clicks. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. making forty grand a day, y'all. Yeah, forty thousand a day. He's got money to pay bills now. Um, he's reached over thirty-three million views on YouTube with the first song. Yeah, number one on Billboard Hot 100 ever since it, it was released and put on Billboard. It's still number one. Can we start a band here? What do you mean, with us? I think we we're in the Can wrong put it business. Together? Well, yeah. we need we need a social media team like Oliver Anthony because he has a whole team behind him that yeah. has been putting everything out. Now, I believe that. See no, what that's fact. Yeah, oh, no, I believe it. He's got a team behind him indeed. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's making a lot of money. And as Don said when we first started talking about him, why would he sign with a record company? All they're going to do is take that money. Right. So, what I see is a guy that is uh, wanted wanted stardom. Even though he's got this story that he didn't want stardom, right? He wanted to start. He wanted to make the money in the music business. So he's doing this. He's written some songs that do connect. Like Christian said, they are connecting with people. Right, the lyrics right. are. Oh, I love the sound. People it's wanted this great. kind of lyric uh, content, lyrical content. Yeah. Chris Stapleton started the sound. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, he Jamie did. Johnson. Yeah, him, you know who? who okay, Jamie. I was going to yeah, say yeah, this. Like Jamie's fair. That's what I was going to say. This reminds. His voice reminds me of Jamie. Yeah, uh, he sounds so. just like Jamie. To me. But he was not offered eight million dollars by one label. That's not. I, true. I don't believe it. It was yeah. about yeah. five to six different uh, entities, including management companies right. and labels, that offered about a million. Right. With the splits. You know what he's done? He's just put together. He he's struck a nerve because he's written the type of words that people want to hear, right? And it's just him and his guitar. And uh, people are into that. They're you know they're into just being real simple about this and the whole. We're I'm I'm under a lot of stress, so he's able to put that together, and he's connected with people. But what he did was he just cut out the middleman because at this point record companies are middlemen. That's smart. And it, very, it, smart. very smart, very smart. And if record companies don't wake up, <laughs> they're not going to exist for, for much longer. Me of like a country Kardashian, like Kim put that tape out on purpose. What tape? And then the porn well, you tape. Know the tape. Oh, the, the porn tape. tape. The porn tape. And all of a sudden, her mom, the manager, was like, oh, we need to get it back. We right. need to get it back. And, and look what they got. All they, their fame came from all of that. Well, that's right. And they're multi-billionaires. They ended up with a TV show. Mm-hmm. And I, th- this guy probably ends up with a TV show. You know, there's my poor house over here in the hills of Tennessee. And I got <laughs> Watch. Watch. And he'll get a, he'll get a deal for TV out He's of it. He's a Kardashian. But listen, I'm not knocking it. We're not it. hating his game, though. I mean, I'm not hating his game. money. Yeah, no, 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 man. Let me tell you something. This is great. Uh, the songs are good. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously got talent. He's got talent. And he's making bang off of it. And I'm totally good with all. Yep. I'm not trashing. I, I, yeah. None of us are trashing him. I mean, I, it's totally cool. I love the, the, the story's not real when it's, I, you yeah. know. 
I, I don't just believe the story. Don't pull the wool over my eyes. Exactly. Right. But I'm not trashing what he's doing because he's because he's really. I mean, th- this is this is it. This is We've how it's supposed this before, to be done. Though, with artists, um, actors do the same thing. We see it. We've seen it before. Right. Right. Like Garth Brooks, Chris right. Gaines. Remember? And I say, you know what? I say, God bless him for for getting away from the formulaic country music well, that yeah, I just cannot right stand. Horrible country music right now because mm-hmm. it's all formulaic. It all sounds the same. And that's the key to his success. He came along and he's different. Yep. He would do different. just he would do just as well as he is now if he didn't fake the story and yep. said, This is how I'm running operations. This is why. Yeah. Yep. He would do just as well. It doesn't 100%. have to be this little Disney story or whatever the ginger's putting out. I agree. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. Uh KTSA it's easy to think all money managers are pretty fair. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Talking to Mary 609. 609, 9 after 6 at KTSA. Talking about the debate tonight. 210-599-5555. So, this is who's going to be there tonight. Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Tim Scott. Doug Burgum. Does anybody know who Doug is? Does he like work at McDonald's? Who, who is this guy? What, what does he do for Does he, he work at Whataburger? Is that what he does? Who is this guy? Doug Burgum. Why is my CPA running for president? Right. Where did they dig this guy up from? Doug Burgum. Is he a governor? I don't know. I have no idea who this guy is. Uh, Chris Christie. Uh, he is the taster for uh, the new Trump administration <laughs> in 2024. When I said that yesterday, Bill Taylor sent me a note. He said, that's a uh, kitchen cabinet position. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Chris gets a Christy. point for that one. Yes. That's a good one, Bill. That's yes, right. Thank you, Bill. You get a point. We got, Bill Taylor gets a point. <laughs> that's great. Mike, I'm uh, as exciting as watching paint dry and grass grow pants. All right? Mm, he's cute, though. I like him. What? You just think he's cute. Yeah, you, that's he's right. cute looking. Is that it what works? you're telling me? You you're into package, old men with gray hair. Deal. Is that your deal? Mm-hmm. He's an, an attractive gentleman. Dad. He could be the next uh, the Silver Bachelor that they're doing. <laughs> That's right. You know what? <laughs> He'll be box. on Dancing with the Stars oh, next. Guaranteed. Mike That's a good Pence, call. Dancing with the Stars. I would watch it. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. This is all she's ever wanted. She's wanted to be president since she moved into the governorship. She's not. She's a rhino. Nikki's a rhino. She's an insider. She's like that. She doesn't represent you MAGA Tea Party folks. She does not. In fact, I don't see any of them representing MAGA Tea Party. Asa Hutchinson. Boy, you talk about a Republican in the George W. Bush and Mitt Romney style. Asa Hutchinson. So, you know, okay, I'm going to put it this way. Because Ron DeSantis said this yesterday, and the more I cook it in my head, the more I'm seeing that I think he's right. Ron DeSantis said this is a two-person race, meaning him and Trump. No. Yeah, I look, the more it's cooking in my head. Ramaswamy's great. I'm telling you, he's, he's good. There's some questions about Ramaswamy, some of the stuff that he said about Israel, apparently I'm digging into right now to see what he said. Uh, some of the other contracts and uh, Wikipedia that he took down that had some contracts and stuff that he was doing before. I don't know about all that. I'm just letting you guys know that I, I'm aware that that, that rumor mill is going about Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm going to check into him. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, when we boil it down to who realistically has, realistically, the race for the Republican nomination, realistically, 
is Trump DeSantis. Yep. Realistically, it's not Trump and Ramaswamy. Don't hey Jimmy, I know you're mad because you I think Ramaswamy ought to be there, but I'm telling you, no, it's not true. He's not realistically going to be in the discussion at the end of the day when we get to the nut cutting. He's Ooh. not going to be in the discussion <laughs> when we when we get down to it. It's not going to be Ramaswamy. It's going to be DeSantis and Trump. That's it. Who do you think he Trump would pick for vice president? Not DeSantis. I Hell think he's no. gone. I think he's going with Carrie Lake. Oh, Carrie God. Lake has been a loyal general. She has stood by him uh. through thick and thin. She is a she, by the way. Correct, Jimmy. She's a she, right? Very she. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so uh-uh. he's got an opportunity there to play. No. What are you saying no for? <laughs> he's not going to pick any of these people. It. I don't see it. He's not going to pick any of these people. He's not picking so? it. Well, he he did take. Uh, he did. He talked about Tim Scott being uh, worthy. He's not taking Tim, Tim Scott. Tim Scott's too nice. Yeah, he's for not a taking vice, Tim Scott. for a vice president. You need Tim Scott checking boxes, man. <laughs> Tim Scott could be in the administration in a cabinet position, position somewhere, yeah. but that's about it. I mean, he's not going. And I like him. I listen. I'm not. I'm not banging on him. Now we need like Trump him. to not be incarcerated for this to be pulled off. Okay, now that's the other thing. I don't think he's going to be incarcerated. I think he's going to be in trial and trial and trial and trial, 9 to 5, 9 yep. to 5, 9 to 5 every day. And they're going to try to, to uh, drain his bank account. That's what this is about. All these well, tomorrow's indictments. tomorrow's mugshot, like I told you yesterday, tomorrow's mugshot should be his Trump 24 T-shirt. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it should. You talk about the, the actual that, mugshot uh, on the T-shirt. Willis put what you talking about, Willis. Yeah. Yeah, yes, but we, for Fannie Willis, we can yeah. call her the Gooch, <laughs> right? But no, I agree. He can only release that mugshot if the state allows him to, because I don't think that you can al- release your mugshot. You know what? Property you know state. what? If I'm him, take my own. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. I, I said that. He doesn't, he doesn't I said have that two oh, weeks did you? ago. Yeah. He's he doesn't have to up and hair for tomorrow. Stage it. He's gonna, he does. You're right. He doesn't have it. to use theirs. He can get an orange. The man can uh, can afford an orange jumpsuit. Are they going to put him in a jumpsuit, or they're just? They gonna... say they are. I hope so. They. Uh, me too. Why? Why? Because you want them to push this to the max. Because the harder they push, the harder the libertarian well, side. Then the, the orange h- makeup has to match the orange suit. It's going to clash. Well, or he could just be one giant orange. He'll look like a Cheeto against the wall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cheeto. Snow on the roof. Flame, you know what I'm saying? Are you saying flaming hot Trump? Oh. Yes. Yes. It's a jalapeno Trump. flavor. Yeah. He's going to look like that, that cat on the flaming hot Cheeto thing. <laughs> Standing against the wall because he's just going to be straight orange. His suit's going to be orange. The hair's going to be orange. He's going to be orange. Up, Trump. That, that's I want it. him to do his thumbs up or something. I want or him to do that dance, dance thing where he's got dance. his little fist thing in the air doing the dance thing. But no, listen. Oh, you know what he's going to say? It ain't easy being cheesy. That's right. <laughs> Remember that? Exactly. No, he and he doesn't have to use their. Uh, Elaine's right. I would make a T-shirt and sell it. Mm-hmm. Right. And but I would he's president. He can uh, uh, pardon himself and everybody else. Problem in Georgia is because it's state charges. He can't. He cannot. And that's why you've got Arizona and now Michigan mm-hmm. and a few other blue states that are looking at charging him as well because he cannot uh, pardon himself in state charges. He can pardon himself in federal, federal charges. charges. So all the federal stuff, he can take himself out of the picture. When it comes to state stuff, sorry, his hands are tied. Only the governor of the state can pardon him out of that. Correct. 
Correct. And Gretchen Whitmer, if you think she's going to do it, or Katie Hobbs, if you think she's going to do it, you're crazy because neither one of them are going to do it. 210-599-5555. What are you looking for in the debate tonight? Do you even care? Do any of these people light your fire? Are you turned on by DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Scott, Burgum, Christie, Pence, Haley, or Hutchinson? Alan, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Hey, brother. I just think you're way off about Ramaswamy being under DeSantis. He's beaten him in most of the polls as far as I've known, as I've heard. And not only that, I don't know why anybody would want this. I wanted DeSantis six months ago, but a lot has changed, man. He campaigned really poorly. He used uh, AI pictures of Trump doing stuff that he wasn't actually doing. Okay. Uh, all kinds Alan. of stuff. But Ramaswamy, anybody that wants to be president needs to come out like Ramaswamy's mm-hmm. been doing and talk about gutting the FBI and DOJ and all of that. Now, because Alan, we don't need any people, you know. Alan, yeah, Alan, I agree with yes, you, okay? I like Ramaswamy. I've said that over and over again. Yesterday, I had the 10-point plan from Ramaswamy. It was great. Um, I like every time I hear him talk, I love I love the way he talks. But I'm talking about in the general population. You and I represent a segment inside the general population. I'm talking about the general population. When it comes down to which two are going to go head-to-head on this thing, I just don't see it being him. I see it being DeSantis, uh, and I see it being Trump, those two. I think DeSantis is too laid back, man. He's like the the same old conservative. Get in there and go along with the program. People are tired of it. We want to gut the FBI, well, no, but, but, the DOJ, all of these dirty I know. Things. Alan, listen, listen to me real quick, though, because this is important. We understand each other. You and I agree on those issues, right? But there are millions of people outside of the world that you and I live in. They don't agree on all that stuff. And they're looking for somebody that's a little more moderate, and that and, and that's why DeSantis is more approachable as far as those Republicans are concerned. I'm no, not saying he's a writer. right. Huh? It makes me sick, though. I mean, well, me, me too. Sick, <laughs> I don't think so. I think Vivek's going to do really good. I, I think, think he is too. I don't know how many debates do they have scheduled. I think he's going to come know. out shining I don't if know. he just keeps it together and doesn't talk about Trump. I think he's going to do great, and I hope he does great. But I'm talking about the end of the day when two men are left standing. I think those are going to be the two. You're I really right. do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's what I hope. I'm not saying right. that's what I want. I'm saying I'm being realistic in my thinking here. At the end of the day, I think it's going to be those two that are left standing. So what I don't want is Vivek uh, or Vivek. I've been looking up how to pronounce it's his Vivek. name. It's Vivek. It's Vivek. Well, one of the sites I'm seeing is says. Look, no, this campaign Vivek. site. You know, he has you, a video. You, you, where are so, you? Where are you? So what I'm getting at. <laughs> You're in San Antonio. It's Vivek. Is, uh, what about the millions of people that don't live where we live? Jesus Christ. What I'm saying is I don't want him getting hyper on his first public appearance in debate. I don't want him oh, talking no, fast no, again. No. He, he needs to be calm. He needs to be calm. Yeah. And look presidential, not talk fast because he's on his national stage. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, and I and I hope he doesn't do that. Hey, Alan, appreciate the call. What's about FM seventy eight automotive? FM seventy eight automotive. Uh, when it came down to it, and I was looking for a place to take my granddaughter's first car, right? And it was not a new car, so I needed it checked out thoroughly. And these were the folks I took it right to because I trust them. Jana and her team, right there. At FM78 Auto Center are the ones that I trusted. Now, you can take your vehicle in there and service for their shop, and you'll get uh, great repairs at the best prices at FM78 Auto Care. Everything from oil changes, putting in a whole new engine, 
they do it all. If you're looking for AC work right now, it's a little bit too hot in your car, you need to cool it off. Trip checks, window tinting, they do it all. And they use only the top quality parts that come with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. Plus, you never have to wonder what's going on with your car and the repairs because they send you a digital visual inspection right on your phone as they are doing the work at FM78 Auto Center. Now, for those of you who might be in the Stone Oak area or the west side or whatever, it may be a little bit of a trip for you, but let me tell you, it's well worth it. It's a little bit of a trip for me, but that's where I go because I trust them. I believe in them, and I know they do a great job. Go see my friend Jana and their team at FM78 Auto Center. They're in Converse right across the street from the Walmart. Got to be sunny and very warm today. 96 for the high right now, 78 KTSA. Good morning. Mostly road work going on. <laughs> it's Vivek. I don't know. Vivek, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Go to his uh, campaign site. Okay. He has a video. Is there is there audio? Is there audio on the oh, video? Oh, he says it Vivek. Yeah. I'm telling it's you how YouTube. the boy says it. Well, it doesn't mean he's right. For his own name, right? There's people that say my name is Jeremello instead of Jaramillo. Well, I'm, su- okay. I'm supposed to tell you to get – you're supposed to have a Snickers. Is, uh, Super Trooper says give Jimmy a Snickers. Why is that? Is there, are, you, are you, like, not happy today or what? I'm What's working a double today. Oh, so you need a Snickers. I do. But I want to know Why are you how working a double? Is, you did that over the weekend. Uh, uh, Van Camp's little girl had 104 temperature last oh, night. Oh, no. Yeah, so no. he sent me a video, and she okay. was – she was uh, kind of delusional, and I said, I'll cover baby. for you, buddy. Well, uh, like daughter, like father. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, good morning again, Trey. Look into the Georgia state forbids the governor of Georgia to pardon Trump. I think it's some sort of board that has to do it. Thank you, and that's from Sean. Yeah, I, I just know on a state case, the president is not able to uh, pardon himself. He'd have to get whoever the state representatives are might be a board. It's probably the governor of the state or whatever. But uh, anyway, somebody else says uh, Christy Noam for vice president. She's not going to do it. I'm telling you right now, she won't do that. She's going to stay right where she is in South Dakota. She may at some point take a swing at the presidency. but uh, And I, I'm not real sure that she is <sighs> – I, I she I, and I love you. Everybody knows I love Christina. Yes. Okay. You love her. And it's not just a sexual like you know. Oh my God, she's so pretty. Although she is, uh, I think she's a brilliant. <laughs> yeah. See, God, see there go. my lips. I got lip work done yesterday, so I look like one of the female Muppets. Yeah. But that's what Christy looked like. You look like Janice. Really does. Which really Muppet does. is that? Janice. Janice. Yeah, Janice with the long Animal's hair. Animal's girlfriend. Yeah, she really does. Gotcha. I, I wasn't going to say anything because HR would call me. The swelling will go down and the bruises will leave. Yeah. But Mama got her lips done yesterday. You really did, and they're white. How come you had them done in white? I put concealer on. Oh. I don't wear makeup when I come in here because I work with like 1,200 dudes. Is there? So there's no point. <laughs> to waste my expensive makeup. Is there but something that you haven't had done? Anything that you haven't had done? My huh? my top? My chest? Oh, you haven't had, had the chest all done. Natural. Okay. All right, that's all good. Uh, I mean I mean it's all natural. I, uh, yeah, okay. All right. So that's all that's but that's it. Everything else you've had that you got Botox last Thursday. I got Botox. <laughs> my lips are done. I have hair. <laughs> but I haven't put the hair on yet. Oh my god. I has, will later. She has, she has hair extensions. <laughs> Most girls do. You know Christy Noam has hair yes, extensions. Those, no, she doesn't. That, that's hair you extensions. Stop that. That's lip she work. uses mane and tail for a shampoo because that is that's horse right. hair. That came off of that's her hair. Horse. All right, coming right back, my friend John Hayward will be here when we come back. 
Amogee Bank and my great friend David McGee would like to meet with you and talk with you about your family's finances and how to improve your family's finances and make the financial picture for your family a whole lot better. They have a ton of ways of being able to do that at Amogee Bank. It's all about family banking, right? So it's your family's personal banking, and we just did some stuff over there, Nancy and I did last week, uh, and, and the interest rates are looking great right now, so you can actually put your money to work for you and make more money with your money, and Amogee will show you how to do that. For family business, of course, they are right there for that too, family business. If you if you have one of any kind, of any size, no matter what your family business is, trust Amogee to give you the right business advice, and with more than $12 billion in assets, they have the money to back you all the way to success. It's what they're all about at Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering home? Streaming on your Amazon Echo. To the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, John Hayward, Breitbart.com. Breitbart.com is where you can read his stuff. Look him up. Google John Hayward and check him out. Morning, John. Good morning. Good to talk to you again. It is time for the debate tonight. Let me give you the names. You already know them, but let me just toss them out for our listeners. Uh, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Tim Scott, Doug Burgum, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson. Should we care? <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, okay that's that's that is one of my questions though uh how important is this going to be what do you think uh, just toss it at me well it's the quick it's the kickoff this is it the beginning of the primary i believe in a vigorous primary i'm not happy that one of the names that is not there is donald trump he should be you know he, he strategically makes sense for him to skip the debates he has every reason in the world not to be there and he's going to be a little busy today with stuff that he's doing down in georgia but he still ought to be there he's one of he's the leading candidate you know one of the major candidates they should all have their chance to debate and we should all have our chance to hear them and then primary voters get to begin making their decision which you don't have to make today or tonight or tomorrow. The primary is just getting underway. It should be a pretty open field. I think it's a crowded stage. I think the rules were relaxed to get a lot of people in there, which is an odd decision. There's people that are very marginal that are going to be on that stage, but I'd rather have too many than too few. Okay. And so with Trump not there, do you think he's going to be the topic of discussion tonight? Oh, no, no doubt about it. I mean, how could he not be? He, he is the leading candidate. And, uh, you know, everybody in the Republican Party, every candidate had better understand that even if you're not Donald Trump, you're going to get asked about him about 50 billion times between now and the end of the primary by the media. They are never going to stop hammering you and holding the whole party accountable for everything Trump says and does and demanding that you respond to him. So everybody on that stage not only needs a strategy to fight against Trump, you know, to contest him for the nomination if they're serious about this, but they also need to be ready for the media to come after them about Trump and deal with that. Uh, Elaine has been saying, and I agree with her, that he's going to wait to winter this field down and then he'll appear some later date in debates. What do you think? That seems likely, especially if the numbers shift, if somebody starts gaining traction against him, if it starts looking more like an even two, three-person race, then he starts losing his strategic reason to not be there, and he'll need to get into the debates to make more of a name for himself and stay in the campaign. Also, debates are an opportunity to change the subject and set the narrative, and there could be a moment in the not-too-distant future where Trump wants to do that. 
And so the debates are going to be his best chance to do it. And he's going to get ribbed a lot for skipping them. He'll get away with skipping the first one. Mm-hmm. But if he keeps missing the debates, he's going to start getting a reputation as being a big chicken that won't come on stage. It might not be enough to, to really destroy his campaign, but it's going to hurt. I agree with that. And tomorrow, there's nobody's going to be talking about the debate anyway because they're going to be talking about him in an orange jumpsuit in Fulton County, Georgia, with a, a picture and, a, and some fingerprints being done tomorrow. Exactly. That's that's the busy thing he's going to be busy with, and that's going to set the tenor for this campaign for him and for the rest of the party. The press, the Democrats, they are not going to let up on this. They're they're going to hammer the whole party with this. It's Joe Biden's best chance to squeak in there, or whoever replaces him, is to just just hammer this January sixth stuff into the ground. And the media is not going to give it up. So everybody had better be ready to deal with that on the Republican side. Yeah, in Arizona and uh, Michigan, they're talking about uh, indicting him for election fraud in those states as well. So the Democrats are going to keep coming after him. What they want to do, obviously, whether or not he's convicted and locked up, they want to keep him in court from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, throughout the entire season. Oh, yeah, that's going to keep him from campaigning. It's going to dirty him up as far as his name goes in the campaign. And it could get to a moment where voters who might otherwise consider Trump or who really hate Joe Biden. And, you know, look at those videos from from Hawaii. Uh, the American people hate Joe Biden. They want somebody other than him in the White House. But if the alternative is Trump and he's radioactive and he's toxic and maybe he's going to go to jail, then a lot of people are going to say, why should I even bother to support him? So that that's the dynamic they're looking for. Yeah, before we get to Hawaii, I do want to close with that in just a second. But before we get there, what do you think about tonight? Who's going to break out? Do you have any um, predictions or thoughts on how it just might go tonight? And who are you looking at? Uh, what, What are you looking for? What do you want to hear? It's going to be really important for Ron DeSantis. He's got this narrative that's been built up around him that his campaign detonated on the launch pad and he can't achieve liftoff and he has to turn that around so tonight is his chance to do that. If you're somebody like Ramaswamy, this is your chance to, to you're talking your way into this race. You're not an office holder, you're an outsider. This is your big play to make people think you're a plausible candidate that they can get behind you and, and straighten out your own narrative. All of the, the people further down the list have a chance to look plausible tonight. I think like a Mike Pence, for example, you know, there there are people that really need to show that they're in this to win this, and the debate is your chance to convince people that you mean business and supporting you isn't a waste of time. Will you come back tomorrow and help us break it down? Sure, absolutely. Love to have you. So, yeah, let's talk for just a second on Hawaii. Uh, what a horrific uh, display from Joe Biden. It really is. I mean, the, the the conventional wisdom is to say that it's it's uh, Biden's Katrina. This is Katrina times fifty thousand. I mean, it's it's insane how badly the White House and Joe Biden have bungled this. They bungled it operationally. The Democratic leadership of Hawaii should be in jail. I mean, most of those officials should be in prison for negligence that killed countless people in Hawaii. And then Joe Biden's handling of the PR has been just jaw droppingly awful. It's like he's trying to stress test how much the media can cover for him by going out there and doing the worst thing, making jokes about the ground being hot, comparing the Hawaiian wildfires to a kitchen fire he had this one time. I know how you guys feel. Good God. It's, he's lucky he didn't leave that island with pitchforks and torches right behind him. And you can see the videos of Hawaiians slipping in the bird as he drives by, how angry they are at the way Joe Biden has handled this. But remember, these things come and go. News is ephemeral. And right now, if you took a poll, I'm sure Biden's down. You could probably do a round of polls that have Trump beaten him by a couple of points. I think there are some polls that show Trump winning by a point or yeah, so. Yeah. But the new the news the news bounces back the news is like a trampoline so, so don't assume that this is the end of him yeah you mentioned the the joke about the hot ground you mentioned that awful comparison between his kitchen fire and all that and we went through that yesterday
yesterday, and one that I found last night was him sleeping, sleeping while victims were talking about their homes being lost, their loved ones being burned to death, and so on. And he's got his head down. He's The, the boy's just completely uh, asleep. There's no way he's the president of the United States. He is not the president of this country right now. No, no, he isn't, and that's one of the reasons why people dislike him so much. The media can't figure it out because they're trying to carry him across the finish line. Everybody knows he's a turnip and other people are running the show, and they don't like the other people running the show. They don't like what they're doing. They don't like what's happening to the country. A lot of people who maybe even voted for Biden last time are disgusted with him, and they're angry that he's just a puppet president. They don't like that. So there's a huge opportunity here for people to run against him, but it's going to be a very hard-fought campaign because of all the turbulence on the Republican side. We'll talk to you in the morning, John. Thanks so much. Sounds great. Talk Appreciate to you, man. It. All right, John Hayward from Breitbart.com, Dr. Zero, year one. Well, the largest and best selection of flooring in San Antonio is at Hicks Carpet One. Hands down, no question about it. And the best customer service is from Hicks Carpet One. Whether you're looking for the highest quality hardwood flooring or carpet or laminate or tile or that luxury vinyl plank, that's the popular four right now. I've got it at my home. It looks just like hardwood, feels like hardwood, gives you the, everything about hardwood without all that maintenance and without all that fear that you're going to mess that up. Nancy calls it tray-proof flooring, and it really is. It's got the look of hard word, wood, but it's scratch-resistant, so we don't even worry about it. It's uh, waterproof, so if you drop something on it, you don't have to sweat about that either. Easy to maintain. Not having to sit there and strip and do all that stuff that you have to do eventually to hardwood floors. Never have to worry about that, ever. And it's pet-friendly, and it's durable, and they've got a ton of it in many, many styles and colors to fit your life over at Hicks Carpet One. Of course they have carpet. Of course they have tile for the kitchen whatever you're looking for they've been around since 1935 that's five generations of the hicks family and you always get the beautiful guarantee which means if you don't like your carpet one flooring for any reason well hicks will replace it for free their phone number is 210-496-2121 over at hicks carpet one or log on to the website hickscarpetone.com Hi, I'm Holly Hermes. And I'm Mike Hermes. That's 210-654-5155. That's my uh, voicemail here. Again, 210-654-5155. You can just leave it on my voicemail and then listen for yourself. Uh, Monday through Friday uh, at uh, 550 and 650 here on KTSA as I uh, do the Pledge of Allegiance. We all do the Pledge of Allegiance with you. Um, you guys know me, and uh, basically my life is an open book. I've been sitting here doing this coming up on 49 years in a couple of months, and um, been on radio or around radio my entire life, which would be 60 years in a couple of months. <laughs> and um, I've always ridden motorcycles. I started when I was six, and it's been a lifelong love of mine to ride motorcycles and to do it in a family-type atmosphere with uh, helping kids. Uh, years ago, did a thing with the San Antonio Police Department when uh, Al Philippus was the, uh, was the chief and uh, they had run out of, um, the, 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 the cops carry like stuffed animals in their cars. When they go to a stressful situation where a kid's involved, they could pull out a stuffed animal and hand it to the kids. They ran out of them. So I said, we're going to get you some animals. And uh, we, did a, we did a ride for that. And uh, I met Tex and his team because they were doing some work on my motorcycle over at their Venom V-Twin store. And I got to know more about Tex and uh, Robert and Brenda and Jana and the entire team over there. And I found out they were involved with something that is near and dear to my heart. And that is taking care of kids. 
the organization is uh, Guardians of the Children. And I've had him on before, and you're going to hear him over the, the next couple of weeks because they have an event coming up in September, September 16th, I want you to know about. It's going on at the Helotus uh, Fairgrounds, and it's to raise money because they do an awesome thing to take care of kids in crisis, kids who are victims. And uh, we're trying to move them from victims to victors. And Texas joining me now on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, and I appreciate you finding the time to be on with me this morning, Tex. Thank you very much. Trey, thank you for having me. I'm just, I absolutely love that I get to wake up every morning into one of the greatest countries in the world. Yeah, amen, brother. That's exactly right. And even though this country has a lot of challenges, there's still a lot of great people in this country doing wonderful things like the Guardians of the Children. So people who may not have had an opportunity to learn more about your organization, what is it you guys do? So here's here's kind of the short recap. We work with kids who have experienced or faced abuse at the hands of a perpetrator, either sexual, physical, or emotional. Our job is to stand beside them, to teach them, and to show them that they're not alone in the process, to believe them, to support them through the court process, which we have an extensive court process that takes time. So, you know, some of these court cases have dragged out three to seven years from the day the child makes an outcry. So we stand beside them through this entire time just to give them comfort and support and let them know that, you know, there's someone here that believes them. And, And most times people don't know what to do. You know, everyone... Trey, I genuinely believe everybody wants to help kids. That's one of the great things about about Americans and, and everybody that I talk to. You know, when we talk about our mission, what we do with kids and how we impact them, you know, everybody loves it. Everybody is, is, is so for it. And most people just don't know how to get involved, how to take that step, how to what to do. And and what we do is we kind of take we do the legwork, right? We will we raise money for our organization and and that's the easiest way if people donate to our organization buy a raffle ticket attend our events um you know promote us on social media that's the easiest way to you know as simple as it can be you know even a a ten dollar raffle ticket makes a huge difference in our organization when it comes to impacting the lives of these kids who for us are just the true superheroes right i mean they at a young age stood up and said, no more. Yeah. I'm not going to be abused. I'm yes. not going to be hurt. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to make my voice heard. And, yes. and, and they're the superheroes to us. And many times, and I, and I will tell the audience this, is that I, uh, Nancy and I are very careful about who we, the organizations we give money to. Uh, she does a lot of research into them and, and uh, she did a lot of research into you guys. And we are constant, consistent givers and we believe in what you guys are doing. So, we put our monies uh, where our mouth is, and I and I want everybody else to feel good about being able to give money to you guys because all of it, all of it goes to help these children who many times, Tex, are, are, are standing up against family members who have been abusing them for a long time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate side. You know, I, I, Trey, I grew up being told stranger danger, right? Like being told yeah. to watch out for the white van without windows right. and the guy trying to give you candy. And the reality is, over 90% of abuse cases involving children is at the hands of somebody that is related or a known family member or has access to the child. It's, mm. it's very rarely a stranger danger situation. Most of the time it's, it's the, it's the, the creepy uncle, the, the stepdad, the boyfriend, you know, it's, it's the people that the child has involved in their life on a daily basis that give these, these evil people just access to them that shouldn't have access to them. Yeah. Now, you guys, and your motto is uh, when a child calls, and that can be any we time ride. of the day or night. You get on the – we ride. That's right. When a child calls, we ride. So 
Uh, that can be in the middle of the night. It can be at 5 a.m. whenever that child calls you roll. So i I, I got to get this in here quickly before we run out of time, and then I'm going to have you back yeah. on because I want to keep promoting this. But September 16th, Helotus Fairgrounds, a free concert with the Spasmatics, baby. That's free yeah. for the Spasmatics. Everybody loves the Spasmatics. We love watching them, so they're going to be there. The first prize is... Is a 2023 road glide or street glide? I'm just going to tell everybody that's mine. Okay, I'm I'm going to get the 2023. <laughs> 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 ah, I'm telling you, man, I, I uh, so beautiful. So e- either or a 2023 road glide or street glide. Those are great Harley motorcycles. Second prize is a fantastic diamond pendant. There's going to be other prizes too. There is going to be over 100 vendors that are going to be there. But here's what we need right now. We need donations. Need you to buy tickets. They're ten dollars a piece. We need the tickets to sell. But the other thing that we need to is volunteers, and it's on my Facebook page, which is public. So go to my Facebook page, and that's where you can find out how you can sign up. September sixteenth at the Helotus Fairgrounds. Tex, I'll let you go, but you and I will be talking more as September sixteenth gets closer. And God bless you, brother. Trey, God bless you. I love you, man. I appreciate you having me on this morning. You bet. I'll see you very soon. and be over there this week to make another donation. Where in Rima? Coming up, KTSA. At iMart Express, you'll start the school.